And just like that, the next part of the Deep Jabari's Wisdom Podcast has begun. Uh, this one is a little more cancel-worthy, so uh, just before you watch it, don't cancel us. This was, of course, all in our opinion. We didn't want to offend anyone. That's why we were kind of tiptoeing everywhere. Uh, so, you know, take the, take everything we say with, you know, with that in mind. That uh, maybe we don't know everything. And we're just asking some questions. Attempting to answer some. Uh, so, yeah. Don't cancel us in 12 years. You know, 2032. You know. Uh, don't do it. What else? Oh, yeah. Of course. The patented. Hello, this is your party's wisdom, and today we're going to be talking about uh, movies, entertainment, art, music, and the LGBTQ uh, community. So, uh, don't be a horn dog. An episode begins. I'm not upset. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not that type of person, but it's just like, it's crazy. And then people that I match with, they're like, yeah, I listen to this, this, and this. I'm like, the only hip hop artists I listen to and really know of are Juice World, Uzi, Post Malone, and um, Big Sean, and Eminem. Obviously, everybody knows Eminem. But I'm like, those are really the, and Lil Wayne, because I grew up listening to Lil Wayne, but it's like, that's really the extent of my hip hop knowledge. I actually hate it in a way how popular like this trap music got because i remember because you you sang little wayne like just reminding me like you remember back in the day people were hating on eminem i mean not eminem on little wayne all the time with his voice like oh he sounds yeah. like he's you know, like an old lady or all this crap these same people talking so much crap about rap like how it's the worst genre oh they don't say anything da, 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 da. the music sucks and these same people grow up five years later and they're in college and they're just listening to Trap and now Trap's popular as mess. I'm like, what happened to you guys four or five years ago when you guys were joking on it? So ironic how things change, how yeah. quick the public eye changes to like white I'm not gonna lie. I had that same idea or ideal, um, but I quickly um, was told that I really can't think that way. And I see why the person said that. Simply because I can't say I don't like Trap music because I don't understand no, no, I like trap because I can't make that same statement that you just made. Though. Like, you don't understand what they're saying. This and like, pretty much people being like hypocritical because I listen to music that if I put it on, nobody knows what they're saying. Like, people tell me like if I'm listening to metal, some people feel bad for telling me to turn it off when they're in my car. So they ask me to tell them like what they're saying, and I have to like say it word for word. And I'm like, yeah, this is what they're saying. I, I don't, I don't get that. But if you flip it around when I was like hanging around people that were listening to trap music, they had to tell me what the heck they were saying. I was like, dude, I don't understand. It's like. Like, this isn't screaming. This is just, like, straight auto-tune, not even used for what auto-tune is intended for. It's, like, a diff- like you know, a different instance. Like, this is used for effect instead of, you know, actually pitch correction. Like, this shit's crazy. You know, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, I can't even make that same statement anymore simply because um, I just can't. True. I guess I'm... It's hard for me to, like... Because, literally... Like, you're, I hate saying this because so many people say that they listen to, like, all types of music and then they actually don't. They're like, oh, yeah, I just listen to rap, uh, folk, and, uh, freaking indie. I'm like, that's, there's literally so many more genres than that. But it's like, I literally almost listen to every single genre. Because I put in my playlist, like, the playlist songs that are actually good on Spotify, every single person should subscribe to it. Listen to 
the songs that are actually good. It has literally almost every single genre. Almost. There are probably some other random genres I don't have. Like, I, obviously, I won't have as many metal as you do. But, you know, like, I listen to some metal. Like, I don't know what they're saying. But I feel like because yeah. music is, like, kind of universal. Like, you you don't need to know what they're saying to, like, the, the like, the instrumental. Because I feel like that's why I listen to music for more. It's the instrumental. Yeah. I don't really care what they're saying. I just like how the instrument sounds. So it's like, yeah. And, like, I can truly attest to that for you because... You posted it in your story, you listening to a band that, unless you're a metalhead, you don't know about. And that's Children of Bodom. Yeah, I love like, Children of Bodom. It wasn't until I got deeper into, like, not even deeper into metal. It wasn't until I started listening to, like, more, like, death metal that, or death core that I was like, yo, Children of Bodom is, like, a band. And I started listening to them. I'm like, Alexi Leho, the guitar player, I was like, and the guy who, like, sings um, in the guitar player, I'm like, he's freaking phenomenal. But I knew of him as a guitarist. Before oh. I knew of him in a band, but, but that's simply because I'm a guitarist. Like I'm a musician. Obviously, I'm going to know musicians before the bands that they're in. Like I saw him playing before, I was like, "Oh, this dude's sick." And then I realized he was in Children of Bodom. I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome!" But nobody's going to know that band unless they actually like somebody put them onto it. And so I can yeah. simply attest to like you listen to all kinds of music because but the I fact that like you put the, Children the of Bodom in there is maybe some other people are similar in this way. But I feel like one of the reasons why I started listening to like almost every single type was because not to sound too nerdy but because of video games so like there's mm-hmm. say, say children of bodom i love skate the skate series and i used to play that religiously and then freaking children of bodom was one of the songs that they use in the skate game on right. the radio and that was the song they used for the death races so when you're like racing through well, the city they would play children of bodom song and i yeah, was like that's not even a bad thing because i like you know one of my favorite guitarists uh jackie vincent and let me not even use Jackie Vincent, although I feel like you would like his music. You know the band Dragon Force, right? The guys that uh, have Through the Fire and the Flames that was on Guitar Hero 3. Mm. If I play the I song for not. you, I promise you, you would, like, you would know it. But anyway, Dragon um, Force. Hold on. Don't worry. I'm about to play it Through the Fire and the Flames for you. It is not in the playlist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah. But yeah, so the band, they're called Dragon Force. A lot of people know them simply because of Guitar Hero. Um, however, like that, that song was on the Guitar Hero 3. A lot of, so the uh, main guitarist, not the main, the lead guitarist, um, Herman Lee, he's a huge gamer. And he said he was able to like write a lot of his music, especially like the melodies, because of gaming. And he had a lot of fans that told him Dragon Force is, I mean, if it wasn't for Guitar Hero 3, they wouldn't even know of the band. You know what I mean? That's so he contributes, I feel, I feel like he contributes music. Guitar Hero 3 to like their development or their um, yeah development more. I feel like that's the thing with music is that like, it's not that people don't like these certain genres. Like, you know, the stereotypical things like, oh, I hate Screamo. Oh, Screamo yeah. sounds like trash. It's like, no, it's just that you don't listen to it. Like, it's not that it's bad or you even might think it's bad. It's just that most people don't like kind of jump outside of their genre and because a lot of these genres are pretty similar like say dragon force like you can make a trap song of that whatever dragon force song and people are oh this is pretty hype wow it's like what was the difference between that trap and the actual song and then you You realize oh there really is not that that much of a difference it's just that now you're listening to it i'm glad you said that because this is something that pisses me off i was talking to my dad about it earlier today in fact so it's like a two-part thing and they're both closely related to what you just said I hate when people, like, I'm not going to, like, make myself seem like, oh, I was, like, the most bullied person and blah, 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 but, but I was bullied. 
simply because of one, my looks, as far as like, you know, my dressing and also the music I listened to. I was bullied for those two things, you know what I mean? And I didn't hang out with the most popular people and later on in high school. Like no offense to you, Evan and David, but I hung out with you, Evan and David. Like I was like mainly seen talking to you guys. You know what I mean? I hung out with like some popular people, but I wasn't like actually in that crowd. I was like more comfortable with like you guys. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I got, you know, I was bullied throughout high school. And a lot of the times was because of the music I listened to. They were like telling me that I listened to like, you know, screaming like, you know, white boy music, this and the third. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You can say whatever. I'm still going to listen to it. However, Hillary showed me, um xxx tentacion he like introduced me to him and i'm like okay i like some of his songs but hillary was like show me he's like yeah before he died he was like you know kind of like going in like a rock phase or he like wanted to experiment more with rock and he played it for me he's like yeah i really like this hillary's not somebody that says oh i don't like all that music hillary is like a very open-minded person when it comes to music he doesn't listen to like metal like how i listen to it but he's a little bit more accepting of it now but there are a lot of people that were fans of xxx that i'm pretty sure they liked that rock stuff that he was doing and i'm like this isn't new and if I'm to be completely frank, this isn't even rock. I'm sorry. He just played instrument. He literally put live instruments on a song, like on tracks, and he just screamed improperly on top of it. That's not rock. Now, that kind of gives you like the early 2000s, like new metal slash like grunge sound. But just because you put live instruments and sound a certain way doesn't make it that actual thing. But a lot of people like it. I'm like, well, if you like this, then you would like bands like, I don't really respect Trapped anymore because of like what they've been doing on social media recently but bands like trap or bands like papa roach or bands like you know hollywood undead or uh even lincoln park like early days lincoln park like a lot of people are like oh that's yeah, like, well, blah, blah, blah. But i'm like xxx did the exact same thing and then um with juice world with some of his unreleased songs there was like this one unreleased song i don't know if it was like an official song that juice world did but it had i think it, it was for sure a bullet from my valentine song i just can't remember the song i don't know if it was like you were betrayal or tears don't fall or some bullet from my valentine song that the title escapes me and i love this song but people are like listen to that i know people were feeling it now i can confidently say fans of like you know juice road and xxx and even uzi they are like more open-minded music listeners because like you know like no offense like xxx and uh or x i don't have to say xxx like x and um juice and uzi they were kind of like guys like us as far as like kind of like outcasts of like you know they weren't really popular when they were in like school like you know growing up and whatnot um, they had like some sense of popularity a little bit like people knew them but they just like listened to all kinds of music you know what i mean like they were just really themselves so i know that some that they appeal to some fans that are open-minded music oh, but then other people is like no and like even when lil wayne did the rock thing like everybody's like oh yeah like you know he's doing the white boy show oh, but they're a like, perfect you know, but example of that is when kid cuddy made his album that was rock more rock standard and people are like that's the yeah. worst album of all time this sucks and that was the one time at least in that era where an artist tried to ju- like leave his genre just slightly yeah, and try to like explore. Maybe that album wasn't the best. I mean, one of his songs on that album, I mean, I would say like around three of the songs on that album were one of my favorite Kid Cudi songs of all time. But mm-hmm. like that album compared to Man on the Moon, it's just not, not touching it because Man on the Moon, that, that album was perfect. Man on the Moon 2, album perfect. So this new album, you know, it, he was trying to experiment because he didn't, you don't want to like stay in one genre the whole time. He wants to like, he's musically like, trying to be a little more unique and people hated on him for it hated yeah same with freaking that... uh, kid Cut- or not kid Cut, i just said him. uh freaking uh, chance <laughs> the rapper chance the rapper made a wedding album which was meant to like mm-hmm. release with his wedding or something and people were pissed at him because it wasn't like oh it wasn't like acid rap it's like let an artist mature 
in their music. They don't have to stay with the same album and make Acid Rap Part 2. He doesn't need to make, even though he's making Man on the Moon Part 3, but you don't need to make Man on the Moon 3. Like, those albums already yeah. happened. If you want to exactly. listen to something like that, listen Linkin to Park. those albums. Like, Linkin Park is the first group, because I primarily listen to metal. It used to be rock, and then it grew to metal. Um, I primarily listen to, like, rock and metal, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Linkin Park is the first band that I've seen do that. Like, they were obviously were, like, the new, quote-unquote, new metal. That was, like, what they were classified as. Um, and, like, you know, rock people that they were. And, like, they were pioneers, like, for a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Um, however, after, like, after the first two records, they were, like, we're tired of doing this. So they started kind of experimenting, like, with, like, I don't want to say softer music, but it wasn't as heavy as, like, you know, Meteora or Hybrid Theory. So that's, like, when Minutes of Midnight came out. And then a lot of people were like, oh, you guys are selling out. But, like, it still has a lot of the rock elements. And after Minutes of Midnight, it was, like, A Thousand Suns. And they are like, okay, now you guys are doing too much. And it's, like, they said many times, like, we get bored doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, we can make the same record over and over again. We proved that we made the record, that we can make that type of music. What's the point of us constantly doing it? Like, as yeah, musicians. I feel like that's the trap artists, of a musician. Like, where you're, you feel like you, you're stuck at this one, like, kind of, I guess, because you want to pay the bills or whatever. So you don't want to yeah. like have a failing album, but it's like musically or artistically, I feel like that that's just the worst place to go where you're just making the same 20 song album 50 times. Cause then it's like, at that point, it's like, what are you even writing music for? Like you're, you're not even writing music at that point. You're just kind of redoing your older albums over and over again. Yeah. And like as a musician and I do write songs, I don't like put them out or post them or anything. Over the years, I haven't played the same genre of music like whatsoever. I used to play like, I don't know if it was like alternative, consider alternative or indie. I used to play like stuff like, you know, Drake Bell and like, you know, the Jonas Brothers, stuff like that. And then I just like got older. I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to do that anymore. You know what I mean? So I started like getting more into punk rock. Um, and also a notable thing, Machine Gun Kelly recently came out with like a record that was a punk rock record. I know Machine Gun Kelly's like a hip hop artist or a rapper, whatever he's classified as. However, that's one artist, and I told you know Hillary this. That's one artist who actually went the rock route that I can truly support. And the reason I truly support Machine Gun Kelly, although I was a fan of his beforehand, and this has some bias in it, um, Machine Gun Kelly hangs out with the likes of Motley Crue, one of the biggest metal pioneers from the '80s. You know what I mean? Um, he hangs out with the likes of the front man of like my favorite band, Andy Biersack, he's uh, the band of black for the front man of Black Hill Brides. He hangs out with people like Ben Bruce from Asking Alexander. He actually hangs out with like people in the rock and metal world. You know what I mean? So it's not like he's putting live instrumentation on just random tracks and saying, okay, I'm just going to do whatever. He actually has the nuances of rock, the nuances of punk rock. And hell, I believe Travis Barker was playing with uh, track drums on, on every song, if I'm not mistaken. And I know Travis Barker's like drum pattern because I studied Travis Barker as a drummer, although I'm not a drummer. I studied him as a drummer um, years ago when I was like really into punk rock. And I can identify his like drum patterns anywhere. So if it wasn't Travis Barker on every song, it was a drummer who was influenced by Travis Barker. And it's like, that's truly a punk rock record made by somebody that's not punk rock. And I can truly support that. And I, I do know this is biased. You know what I mean? Other people, they may want to like go the rock route and try something else. But I'm like like that's not genuine you know what i mean at least not to me well speaking of not genuine it's good like you know the freaking what's that song got the horses in the back uh old town road old town road that song is so ironic that like i hate it like i and i don't hate it because of the song because the song's catchy but i hate it for the story of the song because this dude i guess he's doing like what you said kind of he was trying to mix country 
the rap, I guess. But it's yeah. But it's like that. That wasn't country. Like I'm just gonna say it, that wasn't country. Cause I, you know, I, I'm not gonna say I'm a country master, but I listen to some country, and that wasn't it. Like I don't know that that yeah. wasn't like anything close. And but he he tried. The reason why that song got popular in general, cause it it started out kind of popular. And then he wanted his song to be put on the countryside of the heart, whatever, heart 100. iHeartRadio? Yeah, iHeartRadio, like the ranking thing. He wanted it to be in the countryside. And iHeartRadio right. or whatever was like, no, that does not mix enough country elements for it to be considered country. That's rap or yeah. trap music. And, you know, his fans had a huge uproar. And that's what made the song popular as kind of like a, uh, what, what is the effect called? Like where you try to tell them to ignore something, but then they don't. The no Sterling effect, effect or something. Who's that artist? Starts with that. Whatever. But it's like some effect where basically if you try to force something to disappear, it'll become more popular because people are right. you know being stubborn. They're like, oh, well, you don't want it to be seen. Well, now we're going to make it more seen. So they, yeah. they did that with the Country Road song. And then because the Country Road song had that effect and it was kind of a funny song it had quotable things it became big and i'm like yeah it all stemmed from something that iHeartRadio was correct about that it wasn't a country song just because you added yeah. like a country loop doesn't make the song country not at all that's, that's the only thing, thing that tilted I, me about that song i, I like the song something. i'm gonna say something that i probably should not say publicly but i'm just gonna say it i'll call it my dad back and um i told him that i personally that although i do enjoy hip-hop and rap sometimes I don't necessarily like it Ooh. for this reason. Ooh. They, hip-hop and rap artists, they really try to, this probably is not the correct term, but I'm going to use it anyways. They try to appropriate different music genres. Well, you know what I mean? I don't know about that one. Because that's only, well, okay. that's only been kind of a recent phenomenon. Hear me out. Hear me out. Some, not all. I will give credit where credit is due. Like older However, rap definitely did. Maybe like the newer rap because they're running out of kind of ideas. Like ideas, yeah. Musically. Well, I can only speak. I can only speak on modern. I didn't okay. really listen so to like, mostly trap. Music. I mean, I did listen to it. Yeah, like trap music and like who else? I, I don't want to say an artist that didn't really do it. So I'm probably just gonna like leave it blank. Well, you um, can probably name every trap music. Any trap artist, like a, a legit SoundCloud type or whatever trap artist, they they just yeah. all their songs are either just a loop of a song that was already made or a remix of a song that was already made or it might be that for once original beat but yeah it's and usually essentially like what i'm what i'm saying is is like i don't like people putting something elements in a song and claiming it's something that it's not now to music listeners that are ignorant when it comes like to one making music two let me say this when that are ignorant when it comes to producing music being that have like a good foundation in music production I know like what goes on like through the process of producing a song. You know what I mean? Like what I mean by producing, I mean like not making beats. I literally mean recording, mixing, and mastering. Not so much mastering, but more so recording and mixing and like actually editing. When it comes like to writing music, that's a craft in and of itself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I hate when people try to, it's one thing to borrow, like to show like love and appreciation for something, but it's different to like borrow from something or from a different genre and say that it is that genre or somebody's trying to experiment with that. It's like, no, they're not experimenting. Just because you put like a live drums on a song doesn't mean it's rock. Like some oh, people- Oh, so then you don't like, like uh, what, what do they call it? Like people like Kanye who kind of like their whole MO is just mixing songs. Because say well, Kanye who with his newest album, which was a cr quote Christian album, which technically, I mean, it was a Christian album, but that wasn't, christian music how usually christian music goes well so here's the thing it's not 
them doing it like it's not like somebody just like putting it's not like somebody like hiring slash to like you know go on their song you know what i mean it's like if somebody like i'm talking like for example let me bring it back to x x did like that things like an ep if i'm not mistaken x did like that ep or that record you know what i mean that he was like experiment quote unquote experimenting with rock i'm like just because you put like you know unprocessed you know pretty much dry tracks on a track and like was like you know yelling slash screaming on top of it that's not rock or metal like i could oh, see so, why people so you mean like same like i guess to bring you all the back, ones that, that same genuine. person who was like kind of like the old town roads where he called it country but that was literally just trap music with a with a country loop basically yeah like where it wasn't yeah, really country like, music. yeah and i know like this is definitely coming from bias now and i can easily like admit that coming from biases because it's like i'm a musician personally you know what i mean i play metal mainly power metal now but i play metal you know what i mean i know what it's like to like actually write a metal song i taught myself music theory i know literally what it takes like to write a song not of any genre but of like a lot of genre and like just like writing music in general you know what i mean Mm -hmm. however i'm not going to like buy a banjo and buy (laughs) um a steel guitar and like take my uh pt uh frs which is pretty much like a model of a Fender uh, Stratocaster. I'm not going to take that. No, a Telecaster, I'm sorry. And buy like a slide to go on my ring finger and like just like start sliding and say, oh, this is country, this is bluegrass or whatever. Like, no, because it may sound like it, but that's not what it actually is. You know what I mean? Just because something sounds like it isn't necessarily what it is. And to a lot of people that don't make music or who don't even play music or who aren't musicians in general, it's not a big deal. And I get that. But to people like me, and maybe it is like an elitist attitude, is like, don't claim it. Like, just don't claim it. Say like, you know, I wanted to like to try, you know, live sounds. Like, for example, I remember like early 2000s, Lil Wayne was putting, he started doing like a lot more uh, session drummers in the studio with him, you know what I mean? Um, to give it like more of like a quote unquote rock sound. But that's not like, that's not a rock drummer, you know what I mean? Oh, so that's that's, just a is that what you mean? Playing. Like, in a way, if you say you're bringing in elements of a genre, that's okay. But just because you're bringing in elements of that genre doesn't mean that you have become that genre. Now. Like, say, yeah, what you're saying with Little Wayne, just because he not. brought in, say, a more rock kind of sounding drums, he can't just go around and just claim, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing rock now. You know, I'm just a rock rapper. He's like, no. Exactly. You're so... Exactly. Just, uh, and just, like, here's a, here's a really good example. Um, one of my favorite drummers, Luke Holland, he was in a metal band. And he does drum for Jason Richardson, one of my favorite guitarists. And, like, that's a metal project. Luke Holland himself, he is classified by, like, you know, people in, like, the metal and rock world as a metal drummer. So, like, a lot of people, he is a metal drummer. He just calls himself a drummer because he does, like, drum covers to hip-hop. He does drum covers um, and remixes of hip-hop, K-pop, like, any, like, pretty much anything he likes. He even did, he recently did a cover of Usher's Climax, you know what I mean? You wouldn't see a traditional like metal drummer doing that. However, he played for the artist Playboy Cardi, and he was going to play for Lil Uzi a few years ago. He played for Playboy Cardi, like maybe twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen, whatever, whatever year the song Magnolia came out. I know he played uh, for Playboy Cardi live that um, like around that time frame. But Playboy Cardi didn't claim that to be oh you know like this is like you know a rock song because like I have like a rock drummer playing on it live or whatever. You know what I mean? He didn't say this is a rock concert. This out of the third. Um, this, I'm not going to lie, this does sound like an elitist attitude, and I'm just going to own up to it. However, it's like, just don't claim something to be something that it's not, because at that point, it just becomes disingenuous, and I don't like disingenuous stuff. I like everything to be genuine. You know what I mean? Mm. If you are bringing in elements of a song, and say these are elements of that song. Like, for example, um, one of my favorite guitarists, Jackie Vincent. 
and I have so many examples because I, I pay attention to musicians and music in general. Um, one of my favorite guitarists, Jackie Vincent, he loves classical music. He also loves jazz music, but he's just like a guitarist. He used to be in like a metal core band, but now he's just like solo. He does like his own thing. You know what I mean? And when he, whenever he brings classical music or classical influences into his music, he doesn't say, oh, this is classical. He just says, you know, these have neoclassical elements. Like, for example, he'll have like a little lick that has pedal points and ostinato, you know what I mean? Which is commonly found in the classical music, specifically the Baroque era. You know what I mean? However, he's not saying, oh, this is like a classical song. Um, the song Save Me by Vince Sevenfold, the uh, chorus, I, don't, I forgot how to play it, but the chorus itself has, again, pedal points and ostinato, a classical influence, and Sinister Gates, the guitarist who wrote that part, he said, you know, this, he said, if it wasn't for Johann Sebastian Bach, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to come up with this. You know, and he was borrowed from that. Um, Jinx, another one of my favorite guitarists, um, he took from, was it Little Feig in G minor? I think Bach's Feig in G minor, he put like, yeah, part of that in like the bridge of one of his songs, he took something from uh, one of Bach's uh, inventions, I think it was invention number two, um, put that in like one of his songs or whatever, you know what I mean? Like there are elements and he's not claiming, oh, this is classical or anything. He's saying, I just had classical influences and that's what sparked this sound. That's what I appreciate because that's really the that's genuine. That's the reality True. of it. And, saying, that, and then like at that point, that's just like playing. showing that you're more than that genre, but you're still like, you know, you're not saying you are yeah. that genre. You're just showing like, okay, I like the elements of this one other genre. And I want to bring it into yeah. my genre now. Exactly. And not claiming that it's something because yeah. it's not. Now he did compose a song. He composed for, he did three overtures for three different records. He played violin on some other uh, pieces or songs. He did violin for Marty Freeman and Guitar God. From the 80s he played in megadeth and now he's doing solo stuff and he also composed not composed he um scored a movie a horror movie called the escape room back in 2018 i believe um and in those instances those were, were strictly classical because he's actually doing violin he was actually playing, playing classical well it's contemporary really because it wasn't classical because it's not from that period but he even like gave respective um credit to those things and that's what i appreciate I don't appreciate people claiming something that's not. That just bothers me personally. I mean, that bothers me too. That's why I didn't like, uh, well, I had a bias for or against the uh, Old Town Roads for the longest time because of that, when I heard that story. Yeah. Because, like, he was in the wrong. Why is he getting popular for something that he was wrong about? For real. I mean, he's lucky because he made Panini, and that song's actually really good. So it balances out. Hey, Panini. But yeah, man. Why are you so that's, that's just me personally. Like, I don't know. I think, you know, I just have strong beliefs and ideals when it comes to, uh, when it comes to music. No, no, that's how and I that is a fault. I, I, I can easily, yeah, it, like, that's like, well, I can't equate the same thing to uh, film because I'm, I'm not a filmmaker, so I can't really. No, I feel like film, I don't know if film has that same thing where people are like, oh, this is a horror when it, when it's not just because it has a jump scare. I don't know, if, I don't know if people do that, but I will say that film people, I feel like a lot of people nowadays when they're making film, like films film school type people well mm -hmm. this is just from like subreddits or whatever like when i'm seeing like people like show off their films or show off their art project or whatever and i'm like yeah, yeah, why yeah. are you all making the most beautiful nothing like nothing's being said or like there, there's nothing there except it just looks really pretty like the colors are really nice you see like this green yeah. shadow of its skin reflecting i'm like okay what is this showing like the whole point of film is to like visualize a story to me at least it's like to visualize a story that's that's why i feel to me 
who I feel the purpose of film is. I mean, I know some other people have some other things where they're like, oh, it's about the da-da-da-da. But to me, yeah, there are people that a share film, different interpretations. It's a, a visualized visualization of a story. And if there's yeah, no story being that. said, like the story's the most important part of a film. There are films that people count as the greats, and these have the worst cinematography and the stupidest freaking actors. They just like terrible everything. But that story brings it all together. It makes you forget about that. It makes you forget about the, you know, the very uh, sudden jump cuts and all this stuff. And it's like, people are forgetting about that. Now everything's about the effects. It's about the quick wit. Like, you know, even the Avengers type stuff where people are like, oh, Avengers is so good. Da, 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 da. It's like, it's fun to watch. But is it good? I don't know about that. But it is fun to watch. You know, you bring up a really good point. And I guess like the same can be said with what I was just hitting on. It's like, you know, that old adage, people can like, people can not truly like or love something they can just love the idea of it i feel like that goes with what you and i are talking about because for film for example like you said like people can have like literally the most beautiful like the best uh color grading uh the most beautiful shots you know the most beautiful b-rolls like literally like visually the film is beautiful story-wise it's shit you know what i mean and it's like i feel like they just love the idea of being able to do it like love the idea of visually producing something but they lack in the story uh, like the story mm. department whereas before when correct me if i'm wrong when film was first introduced because i know like you actually studied film um it wasn't really all about the shots or it wasn't really all mm. about they the, just wanted to whatever at first it was really the story and then of course it developed one like you know part of the story mm. is like the shots and as technology like um, at first grew. it was more of a of a play that you could play over and over again without like having yeah. different actors every day or whatever so it was like a lot of the earlier film was like basically a play. And, yeah. you know, in a play, I don't know about the whole history of plays and how that started. But a play, I would feel like a lot like the actors are like a lot back then, you know, the actors were seen as the greatest because, you know, you're you're, you're an actor for a play and all this, the story and da, 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 da. it was a matured uh, form of entertainment. And film was in that early stage of maturity. So they were trying to copy plays. And then finally, they started branching out and like, oh, we can, you know, we don't have to show the actor all the time. We can do a landscape shot or, oh, the, the audience can understand. The audience is matured. So they can understand that when we cut to this, that means that they traveled here and stuff like that. But now the problem I feel, I'm feeling like is that it's maturing and then de- uh, dematured or whatever you call it, matured or something. Because yeah, now it's, like it's getting to a point where people are just like, okay, the movie industry, you know, it's all about it's all about the fun, the quick action, the you know, the spectacle. And then you see like, oh, half of these movies that are super super popular, like their ratings are staying at that like kind of seventy to eighty range. It's like you you rarely yeah. see those like these movies that are like, oh, they're like the Godfather. Like you don't see Godfather type movies anymore unless they're smaller movies. But like these bigger budget kind of movies, you never see like these Godfather type movies. I don't know if it's because it's riskier and they know the spectacle kind of ones like Avengers and stuff are more likely to bring in the money. But, you know, it's kind of sad. Kind of sad. Especially now because the movie industry is poo-poo after this COVID. Yeah, so. and I really feel like it goes, it like, like I said, I really think it's like everybody likes to, they like the idea of making a film. They like the idea of like what the film could be, but they're more so captivated on like the visuals because honestly, when you, people go to the movies and like you see reviews online, it's like, oh, that was just so beautiful. You know, like the, the, like the most beautiful scenes, like, oh my goodness, you know, 
rest in peace, Chad Bo- uh, Chadwick Boseman. He was a you know very you know uh, handsome you know man. Margot Robbie, she's a very beautiful lady. It's like they're really going towards the beauty of everything because honestly, although sex has always sold, and this isn't really necessarily sex, although appearance and um, uh, appealing to the physical attraction has always sold. I feel like nowadays it's even more of that because they know that's really like the debauchery, like honestly, the debauchery of the eighties is oh, really coming and back. And here's the crazy to be completely part: completely honest with you, to bring it all back, that is also one of the things that I feel like um, has been corrupted, kind of like you know where people are like, "Oh, the COVID needed to happen because." Duh, 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 duh. I was like, "That's one of the things yeah. where I'm like, so, you know, it, stuff will change a little bit." People are freaking horn dogs constantly. You too, Deontay. Me too. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, I am. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie about. You are right, and you know TikTok, for example, dude, that's pre-porn. That is so pre-porn. Yeah. Like, you go on it, even, well, I'm not going to speak for girls because I'm not attracted to males, but if, like, I go on it, I see, like, yeah. And it's <laughs> disturbing, because, like, even, I don't want to sound like, like, a, well, I don't know what you would call that, but, like, you know, like, oh, the other countries are so much better kind of thing. But, like, countries yeah. outside of America, or outside, maybe outside of the West, I don't know about, like, Europe, but say other places, like, ignoring Korea, because I'm not sure about Korea either, but ignoring Korea, and then every other country... <laughs> I feel like their TikToks are so much different where it's like, it's less like, oh, let me, you know, do this kind of belly dance twerking thing in the video. So then all the dudes will like thirst like me or whatever. But it's like, I can't less, agree or disagree so to that. Because I haven't seen, I haven't seen any from, I mean, I, you see a lot from Ameri- from America. I see a lot from UK. Well, I, see I a think, lot from, I like, think really TikTok different is, countries, European countries. Uh, what, what, they close off certain sections. For certain countries okay. like america might i guess might only get america uh england or something gotcha. maybe italy will only get italian speakers or whatever chinese will only get chinese sometimes speakers. i go on tiktok and i tell like two of my friends hill and ty i tell them while i do enjoy this content for certain parts of the day where the sun's out or not out where the sun is down i miss going on tiktok just to see funny stuff like i don't like going on tiktok and watching all these seductive dances and all these beautiful women like doing these seductive dances and moves and like nuances and not all i'm not gonna say all of them not they know what they're doing and and the the worst part is that now because it works everyone feels like they have to do it because you won't get popular if you don't do it yeah and then the whole popularity start off with exactly i've seen some tiktok start off with seduction then they're like okay now that i have your attention then they like literally move on to something else i'm like it's crazy and it's like I feel like that's what film is doing also. Like I think I said this earlier when I was talking about YouTube a while, like one of the first episodes with Chris. Uh, I was saying like you TikTok does remind me of YouTube though, in that way. Because YouTube was kind of like, it wasn't as obvious like that as TikTok, because now, you know, the the youth they're kind of screwed. Like now it's just they're young and already doing it. Like even younger yeah. than young. Like they're starting at like 10 and already doing this crap. But it's like the YouTube was like that though, like where people would do like these kind of sexualized crap just to get the views. Like they would mm-hmm. do, oh, what were, I forgot what they were called, but they're like video replies. Like let's say Nikahiga made a video, How to Be Ninja. There would be a mm-hmm. re How to Be Ninja, which is supposed to be like a reply to it, just like how TikTok was, where you would reply to yeah. videos. 
and you would always see like the replies that have a bunch of views or of a girl like doing something stupid like just for the views is tiktok reminds me of that so it's like at the same time that like you know tiktok's annoying doing that i guess it's like maybe it's because it's in its early stages and at some point it'll like mature as a platform and turn like more like youtube and then everyone will switch off of tiktok and do something else like how they do with youtube it's a cycle of internet yeah man and like it's crazy because it's bleeding over into different literally different fields like we were talking about film Although, like, I mean, well, film was always like film, that. But like, though. I'm glad that film. No, but I mean, like, like I mean, like, what film is going towards? What is going towards is just like, I mean, literally, like what you were saying, it's lacking story now. It's really just going towards not necessarily when I say a physical attraction. I don't mean like attraction as far as like people, but like people love different countries. People love beautiful sceneries or whatever. So they're trying to get like the most elaborate, spending the most money, so they can get these beautiful shots and these beautiful whatever these beautiful people playing uh, the parts. But it's like it's lacking the core essence. And not only music that, is even also, some music always been a way to be some the uh, for the longest time. What's it called? The some of these TV shows, like they try to show that they have like these deep stories, and it's just like how you were saying, like it's kind of ingenuinely deep stories, like where it's like they're not really saying anything, but they're just trying to shock you, like oh wow, yeah. this movie's about uh, this dude who was trans and then turn into a monster because no one accepted trans people and like they're using like these shocker words like oh trans community is uh very political right now because some people really hate trans people so we're gonna put that in our movie we're gonna make a movie about that or or tv show about that oh the black community is very uh mad at police right now so we're gonna make an argumentative debating movie tv show about that too is like these movies, like you're doing this for money. Is like it makes yeah, it makes this stuff it. so ingenuine. Where I feel like it's to their detriment. They make the quick buck, and then it's gonna be over until yeah, someone because, makes an actual movie with some meaning. The cancel culture now is it's the highest it's ever been, dude. <laughs> like it, it is like it's crazy. It's scary, but it's crazy at the same. Well, I've end. been saying sometimes this a it can't be. Good. I might get canceled for saying this. But I was saying that the how there's been a far right all this time, like kind of not calling shots, but you know, kind of annoying everyone. This far right now, it's just going to be yeah. a whole like wave, and it's just going to change, just like the wave. Like there's going to be the peak and the trough, and the trough now is the freaking far left, and they're going to be doing some such annoying crap too. Where it's just gonna be like stuff like, Dude, oh, yeah. actually, you know, bestiality should be like. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, hey, but I'm just point, saying that like, I would draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be doing some stupid stuff too, just like the far right. Like, there's no like, why can't things just be neutral? Why can't or maybe be that's a little bit saying. right or a little bit left? Why it always have to be the extremes? These people too. And that's that's one thing I. For the viewers, that's really the downfall of our one of our many conversations with Chris is that not even to go like too deep into it, it was just like there were too far there were ideas that were too strong on opposite ends of the spectrum. Whereas instead of viewing it that way, it was just looking at instead of being retaliatory, if that's a word, instead of retaliating in regards to that, so like for example, if something's far right, they're like, oh, "I'm going to make a retaliation." So instead of you know making a movie that's like all about you know the uh, stereotypical you know heterosexual 
uh, male uh, uh, narrative. We're going to make something that's completely LGBTQ plus um, based, and it's going to focus solely on that or this and the third. And while I'm happy the LGBTQ plus community, always say committee, community is getting the recognition that they so rightfully deserve, they are, I can confidently say this, there is, and there are instances where it's being pushed too much. And while I'm going to get canceled probably for saying that, <laughs> if certain people hear that, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, like, you're pushing a little too hard, just like the heterosexual narrative was being pushed a little too hard okay. on you guys. So let, let me give them the, the, the backstory to that. Well, not the full backstory, not the crisp part. But just like the backstory okay. to that opinion, like we're because I was I was earlier, like maybe a couple days ago or something like that. I was telling Deontay about like how I was seeing an increase. Wait. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I was seeing an increase of certain like <laughs> LGBT movies and TV shows where it just seems kind of to bring it back to it in genuine. Where it's like, you know, they're kind of pushing this agenda a little too hard. Not that I'm like against this, but it's like something seems a little off about it. And, you know, I might have not said it right, so I've had to explain to Deontay why uh, he, why that I, I have that opinion. And basically it came down to this. It feels like these movies and these TV shows, a lot of these movies and TV shows, not like obviously not adventures and stuff, but certain ones where they're like kind of pushing this whole LGBT, like, oh, wow, we're, we're such an accepting studio because we're making this movie about LGBT and the dude's full gay. He's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Or these movies where it's, or this TV shows might be like, let's just say it's a TV show about vampires. They're like, oh, well, our vampire is going to be LGBT and he's going to be doing this in, in the movie. They're going to oh, kiss this girl and the girl's going to like not know her feelings. Da, 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 da. And I was saying that the, the problem I have with these, these shows or these movies is that the character is not like genuinely made for the movie. It seems like, say, the producer or the director was just like, OK, we noticed that the LGBTQ community will watch this many movies if we have this character and because this is happening people who aren't lgbt will watch it too to try to be more accepting of them but it's like that movie in the same way wasn't meant like it it seems like they just made a movie they ripped down the script and then the director came and said okay cross that character out he's gay now cross that character out okay he's black and it's like they is there's no genuine in it but like say movies like say moonlight moonlight was a movie about a gay boy or whatever but <laughs> why do you say like that like a gay boy because he the problem is which i hate talking about moonlight it's like that movie was not even about the gay guy like in a way it was more of a a narrative and an argument on like the black community in general but still moonlight that movie would not be what it is if the character wasn't gay so he's like an integral part of the movie like he needed to be that character that character needed to be gay because that's a part of the story. Like the story would not be the same story if he wasn't. But these other movies, they're just like, okay, cross him out, he's gay. It's like, all you're doing is like, you're almost like taking advantage of, or say, cross him out, he's yeah. black now. You're taking advantage of like a black person, like, oh, okay, they'll watch the movie now, he's black. Now. It's like, My biggest problem with it is, it's like, like you said, it's, dis- it's completely disingenuous. Like completely disingenuous in the sense that i mean don't get me wrong there are some i don't know if this is the right word again viewers i feign ignorance when i say a lot of when i speak on these topics because i could easily be wrong i'm only a 23 year old young man however i know that there are uh people 
part of the LGBTQ plus community because I was going to say, you know, homosexuals, but there are so many sexuals nowadays that I can't keep up with them. So I'm just going to give the full spectrum. Wait, before you finish that, um, I do want to say, I feel like certain things do, should they even count as LGBT at the same point? Like if you're, I'm, let's say, oh, I'm going to, I don't know. I don't Because like if you were, like, let's say you were the, maybe that's what the I thought the whole for. point of LGBT were like people who are, treated bad for their sexual uh, orientation but like if you're let's say say you're one of the people who are uh like they're not attracted to anything is there any i i don't know because i'm not yeah like asexual they tra- like there's like one where it's like lgbta something 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 like these other ones where it's like either like are basically what i'm trying to get at is that are people getting bullied at the extent of these other ones like say if you're if you're trans like there's a definite like amount of people who will like treat you badly or if you're gay or if you're lesbian or whatever but like if you're like asexual like saying like oh you're asexual and pushes them down or something like does that happen i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know and this is why because i think that's under plus and like it like i said it's too much for me to understand i'm none of that so and i'm not when i say that it's going to sound like i'm being very derogatory i'm really not i'm i'm a fully heterosexual male i only like females that were born female i only like biologically biological females let me put that out there dang however you sure about with that? the asexual yes. yeah well i mean what if they what if they look just like freaking ming ling <laughs> <laughs> what if ming ling just turned out she was exactly like just I, you you just turn around me per okay just 360 and walk away I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. And if you don't like this honesty, then I really don't care. Okay, Not okay. YouTube bar, but people in general. Okay, okay. Um, my preference are is completely biological. I'm not trans. I'm not transsexual or transgender. So, and I'm not gonna pretend to understand the you know the plight that they um, have. Uh, you know, but they're talking about the plight. I'm saying if me. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm not. And I don't understand their the thought that they are something biologically that they're not. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't I cannot understand somebody thinking that they're female when they were born a male. I just don't get it. But I do I understand that that's what they feel and I respect that wholeheartedly. I really do. What if they and I support them to identify like what they want. But me personally me personally though, I cannot or will not be attracted to somebody that's not biologically uh female because they're scientifically speaking and we only know a minute part of science compared to the full spectrum of everything because we're just man and man i mean mankind or we're just humans thank you we're just homeo sapiens oh uh (laughs) homo sapiens um we don't know everything but from what i do believe yeah, I've been waiting for this. Speaking, you, you've been just going speaking, around in circles this whole time. I'm waiting for this answer. I'm not going to be attracted to somebody that was not born a female. So if the most beautiful person comes up to me, yeah, Ming Ling, if, so long as they identify as a person, if Ming Ling, if you meet Ming Ling, <laughs> and she's gorgeous, we have a great connection, and she tells me, I just want you to know, I respect for you, I was born a male. I'm going to say thank you so much. We cannot have any sort of, you know, romantic <laughs> relations whatsoever. I will still, no, I'm, I will still, you know, obviously we can still like, you know, be cool. But as far as like, like, no, I'm sorry. And I know that's like, 
I, that may see, seem hypocritical to people, and I get it. I understand that it seems hypocritical because if you have this great connection, if you really wait, wait, wait. So what if third, they never said it, and then finally, like fifty years, <laughs> you married, you have somehow you had children. Like she found a way, and then she's like, Deontay, I'm a man. And you look. I'm gonna be highly upset. And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you because I've even talked about this with a couple of my friends. Um, I'm going to be upset simply because Ming Ling did not respect me enough to tell me the truth further on. Because, I, because ultimately, although their happiness is truly a benefit, and I truly get that, my happiness is equally as important. So all that you happiness know I mean? that so, you had for those 50 years, you're sucking it back in. <laughs> And being pissed off. <laughs> I'm going to be upset because they did not give me the chance to decide for myself in regards to what I want to do. Now, I will say this. I'm only speaking from a person that has never gone through this situation, this scenario. It's easier said. It's easier to say what you would do in a situation true, true. until you're actually in that situation. So I'm just speaking from what I believe I would do. And I wholeheartedly believe that that's what my intent would be. But if I met somebody that has like a re- that I have a really good connection with and they were born male and I don't know until years down the line. I'm going to really question everything. Well, true. what I mean, that means, like even everything. me, like, because... I would say is more like where, like if I knew, but they look like freaking the most beautiful meanling, I would be like, okay, I'm going to ignore this. Act like I'm just going to erase that from my mind and act like I never heard that. But I do feel like if they didn't say for like three years, I'd be like, That's okay. What I'm saying. Like you're not given. Okay. And then because just like drop I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, Jabari. These are two completely different things that you cannot really compare. And I'm gonna go back to what we were originally talking about. But here's my thing. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you like being lied to? No, of course. No, nobody likes being lied to. You know what I mean? Now, while that person may not feel like they're lying to you because they really do identify as female, and I really respect that. I really do. I don't understand it. I'm not gonna say I don't agree nor disagree. I don't either agree nor disagree because I can't agree or disagree on something that I don't understand. So I don't have like an agreement or a disagreement. You know what I mean? But I do understand that it's how they feel and that is a completely valid feeling. I just don't understand it so I can't speak on it. However, I know that that's they may feel as if they were born I mean not born but if they are truly a female. I get that and I respect that. However, it's up to me to determine if I want to be with that person based off of my personal beliefs. So if that person robs me of the ability to make my decision just to, and I'm not saying that, you know, transsexuals or transgenders, because there's one that actually, trans people in general, let me just say it like that, get the blanket, trans people in general. I'm not saying that not, not all of them do this because there is a stigma that they do. However, do what? Like, don't rob people of the choice to, oh, like they won't say, determine it? if they want to be with them. Yeah, like they're not going to tell them because they, well, I feel like that's them, actually like, kind of hard to do though. Cause like once you, take I mean, off it their is because like you see it. <laughs> I don't. I've never seen the. I've never seen like the after surgery. I've never seen the. Oh, I thought. After surgery, I so. don't think that many people even do that after surgery. So. I don't well, know. I like, mean, the I, only reason I say that is because like, is the surgery even that good? Like, I would, there's no way the surgery is like that perfect to where you just wouldn't know. Like you would see. I you'd be know. like something's a little busted there. I mean, that's what I would believe. However, I've never seen like the the before and after. I you know saw I mean? the and surgery I, done. I, I've never seen like after it healed. Like, I, I saw the surgery. Oh, it's bad. It sounds painful. It's bad. Yeah, that's why I don't want to see it. I actually like, might I, still I don't want to see that. You know, just to, you know. <laughs> I'm, gonna delete the, I'm gonna delete the thread. Yeah, that's that's why I would be upset. However, one thing I will say, in regards like to the media portrayal, I feel like it's too. Think back to what we were talking about. I feel like it's too. Um, 
inundated with that because it's like you're oversaturating it like True. i don't know a person that's lgbtq plus that outwardly literally every single day and every single conversation and every single strife of their life and every single thing now i don't know the strife that you know people within that community goes through so i'm speaking well, that's right also now. the weird but the kind of interesting thing i would I say i wouldn't say, say it's weird, i don't feel like there's like an accurate proposal because like i i don't know there the is lgbt it. thing it's a it's just a sexual preference i thought so why is it let's say it's fully accepted like it's becoming more and more accepted now but that's just a sexual preference it's not a culture is it because like say someone who's lgbt See, they can still be like into nascar or something it's just yeah, they have that's where to gets... be more attractive towards what's not the normal see that's where it gets well muddy, i wouldn't like say the normal because but i would say like, the majority that, that's where it gets muddy because you're right i study this in anthropology and i left i packed up my notebook um so i can't really look it up i think it's sex is biological yeah. so male or female is biological so transsexual is somebody that changes their anatomy transgender i think i could i would have to double check this but i believe transgender goes with the gender identity Oh, and what I mean by that, like, like the social identity, because that's re that's really what gender is. Like, male and female is gender. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Male and female is sexual, I believe. Masculine and feminine is gender. Ooh. So there can be True. a transsexual because you can have a like even you know, like not even a transsexual. You can have a woman who is more masculine, but her sex is still female. She just acts right, more masculine, right. like say a tomboy or something. Right. Right. So that's where like transsexual and transgender gets confused. So I, I think that's why recently it, people have been uh, using just trans in general because there are those transsexuals that are just straight transsexuals. You know what I mean? They just like change their anatomy, but they still identify like with whatever. You know what I mean? Or there are um, transsexuals that also identify something else uh, gender wise. Um, so they're completely transgender, transsexual. Um, but anyways, I feel like the whole thing, like with it being in the media, like whether it's like TV shows, movies, etc., is that it's completely, it's not even, it's, there's a saturation, but I feel like it's uh, a forcing also to a certain degree and not all the time, but you know, a pretty good portion of the time, majority of the time, not majority, but a pretty good portion of the time, simply because it's like in every movie, or in a lot of movies that's like, you know, LGBTQ plus related, it's like the whole movie is just that. Yeah. Like that's every why single I stripe like in Moonlight. life is that. Now they may feel that like, you know, they it may actually like go through that. However, just like in Moonlight, I've never seen it, but from what you told me about it, Brilliant. there are some people that are homeless. I'm, I'm going to watch it one day. There are people that are homosexuals that it's Halloween. I'm watching nothing but horror movies for the next 44 hey, minutes. I mean, Moonlight can be seen as a horror movie in some way. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, it's like, I like the, the subtle, maybe this is like the bias of like, you know, my heterosexualness. Um, I don't want to see two guys having sex. Yeah. I'm biased when like, I say even the I one enjoy little seeing... scene in Moonlight, I was squirming. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, and that wasn't even when that I... bad. But, but yeah, I think what you're getting on is that I, what makes it better than, I guess, I don't, I never watched it, but I'm guessing that movie Brokeback Mountain is like a full-blown game movie or something. I've never watched that. Well, that's the, that's the movie people always bring up. Like when it's, when I feel like when movies yeah, broke. most recently, most recently it was it's Lovecraft Country, the HBO show. Because in episode three, from what my friends told me, there was a full-on hardcore gay scene in there, like gay sex scene. Yeah, and the thing and like but the thing I like the I hate about say that scene and what I liked about Moonlight. 
Moonlight was natural. It was a good movie, and just the person just happened to be gay. Like that was just the character yeah. that they that was for the movie. They didn't try to force anything into your eyes. Like, oh, you're going to love gay people now because you're seeing them have sex. It's just like, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to even see that in a regular movie for two hetero people. I just want to watch a movie. Like, I don't know why these yeah. these directors or these producers or whatever, whoever the higher ups are, are like the only way for us to be known as the movie that is accepted by gay people is if we put. A Blown scene there. It's like you don't now. I I can get it from their point of view as far as like you know the LGBTQ plus people simply because it's like obviously like in a lot of movies like the boy next door. If they want to watch, no, hold on, hold on, horn dog type stuff. No, I'm not saying like they want to watch it, but I feel like they want an acceptance in society because like the boy next door, like the Jennifer Lopez movie, um, like where she ended up hooking up with the boy next door that ended up being a killer. I believe if I remember that movie correctly, I I love that movie simply for me seeing Jennifer Lopez get down and dirty, although it wasn't full on. Um, that's horn dog me talking. However, <laughs> like stuff like that, scenes like that is just completely like normal, like in Romeo and Juliet. You know what I'm saying? Saying you saw Romeo and Juliet having sex. And you see, like, Leonardo DiCaprio's, like, butt cheeks hanging out. I don't know why they showed that. And it's just, like, they see, like, so much, like, heterosexual. Like, they see, like, so so many heterosex scenes going on that they want the acceptance of homosex scenes. And I get that. I really understand it. Me personally, do I want that? No. I don't like seeing two boys uh, getting down and dirty. Do I like seeing two girls get down and dirty? I'm attracted to females, so I'm going to enjoy seeing that more than True. two males. I don't even watch woman-on-woman porn. I don't. It's not because like it's like I'm not homophobic or anything like that. I just like what I like. But I get that they like you know that they want to see the representation and that equalness, that equality. But the thing is, like, say I want to see some black representation. Doesn't mean I want to see some black two black people raw dogging themselves on a movie. It's like what? No, I just want to see some black no, people like actors. I, a movie about a black. Yeah, people. but like, see, you can compare the two, but you can't at the same time. And this is why I say that because you want to see black a good and proper black representation in a movie, right? Yeah. No matter what kind of black person you are, you're going to have sex. If you're hetero, you're going to have pretty much the same sex that any hetero person is going to have. So you want to see just like a proper black representation in regards like to the day-to-day lives and the day-to-day. I guess what the the point I'm trying to kind of make is that like if they want to put make a movie about a gay person, let's just say the next Avengers movie, the character is gay, like a freaking Thor. Somehow now he's gay, which would be they would they would (laughs) they would yeah they would piss. I'm not gonna lie, they would piss me off yeah. just because but, but, they're messing up North. I mean, they're they're messing up a comic book character. Wait, let me say, let I'm, me I'm change that whole analogy, though, because that that was yeah. like breaking the exact thing I was saying. Like, where they just like, okay, Thor's gay now. Let's just say some new character who was established in the comics as being gay is now in the com- in the movies. I feel like a director, yeah. one of the directors or producers, they would go, okay, how do we prove that this guy's gay? Like, we can't just make it where he's you know just a normal dude. It just happened to be attractive. We gotta prove it. So they would put a scene in the movie where he's just making out or whatever with some other dude to like put but, in your face that the, this character is gay. Like, so you cannot for a second mistake that maybe he was heterosexual or whatever. They have to, to defend it. to defend the other side. Although I'm not part of that community, I'm only defending them because obviously some people close to me are fall within that community. Um, you have to look at it though, Jabbar. Like even in like every single superhero movie, obviously most of them are hetero. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a full blown makeout scene in every single. And I one. wish I could take you know those out mean? too. I hate that too. That's horrible okay. stuff too. Okay, as long as you say that, and like I'm not trying to pick on you, obviously. I'm just saying like you don't want to give off the 
impression that you're just completely against seeing it like within gay well, yeah like okay uh, yeah then uh, to change to slightly make it more of a hetero thing i hate when say there's a love scene in a movie where it's like how do we prove that these two characters are in love like we gotta put it in the audience space because they're so stupid how do we prove it oh okay let's have the most because... raw freaking ace like sweat swinging everywhere freaking love scene you can possibly imagine so we can prove that this character is a man and she is a woman because in love be, because in life that's what the common misconception is if you're in love you have to have sex with one another you have to get that complete intimacy there's no other intimacy belief um society believes like you know majority majorly believe than actually having sex with somebody because at that point you're sharing not only your body but you're sharing your spirit things like that i get that me being a person that loves sex a lot i don't mind seeing heterosexual sex i really fucking don't it doesn't bother me um does it bother other people yes it does um would i be upset if they took it out no because that's what porn is for you know what i mean it's like it doesn't have to be in movies it really doesn't i personally think that's what changed a lot of freaking the younger people's like kind of perspective even people our age or a little older or whatever maybe everyone like up to i don't know when movies start coming out because they change that kind of perspective where it's like you don't truly become a person or you don't truly love someone or whatever until you full-blown have sex with them and that's why like it's become like just a like say with people who are like 13 who are just freaking horn dogs they're like they see it as like this mystery kind of thing like oh i really won't understand the the wonders of life unless i do this because everyone else is doing it and i haven't so i'm like missing out yeah no, and it's and like i agree with you because that's that's false. kind of backwards. and the reason i say that is although i do believe that like obviously like it, it, there's a spiritual connection when you have sex with somebody that's not true love and the reason i say that is i had sex with some females in high school what what did you say? I had sex with some females in high I school. I thought you said 6D. I was like, no. what is wrong with you? No. <laughs> no, I had... Side note, Jabari, you know what I've started realizing recently? What? I've been talking to people, and I don't want to, like, say which per Like, not person. But, like, I've been talking to males and females recently, right? Okay. And As not in that... Do. Not in a romantic sense. Um, I've been talking to people recently, because I don't want to specifically target this one sex although it is this one sex that i'm finding it's more common but then obviously for them to do it both parties have to be involved so that's why i said both males and females people are losing their virginities early on in middle school dude like freaking 13 and sixth grade yeah, and seventh grade it's that mystique mystique thing i'm just talking about like where people are like i I, I have I'm to be part to of that group and then that you... i'm upset <laughs> because i promised myself when i was in middle school I was like, man, nobody's doing anything. I was completely oblivious. I said, I'm going to wait until I'm 16 or 17 to have sex, to lose my virginity. And I held on to that. I waited until I was 16. I said, I can't wait anymore. <laughs> I'm still holding on. But, hey, man, I respect <laughs> it. I really do. And I say all that to say simply because there's the miscon- there's a misconception that you have to be having sex with somebody to truly love them. I had sex with people in high school, thought I loved them. I did have like a certain level of affection for them. But after actually having a very much sure although it was a toxic one um but when it was good it was like really good all in another uh, situation where i love somebody um as an adult 
like actually see what, like what love truly is at this stage of my life at least you know i don't know if it differs from like now to like i mean obviously as you get older you just experience other things and it tests your strength of love so i'm not gonna say it's a different type of love it's just stronger at that point um however i now know what love is and love is not just sex you know what i mean it's like a con- yeah. pure connection like not even just like spiritual connection it's like mental also like how can you stimulate each other not like just not did i feel like also I mean, speaking like, of that there's like multiple ways of stimulation yeah like but people are like i don't know hey there are multiple ways to get the job done what do you mean <laughs> that's for another podcast we're already out you make somebody... one right. hour or 109 minutes so I okay. guess that's what the next podcast will be about. That's what I can actually talk about. Gucci Douche. The one who broke the precious heart. Oh, yeah. Wait, you remember Gucci Douche? No, I just remember you telling me, like, you're going to have to say that for, like, a podcast, yeah, dude. Yeah. We should tell So talk uh, about I guess today. maybe some other time. I don't know when. When you're next free for another podcast. So, so we can make a podcast tomorrow. Um, sure. We can talk about uh, my violin journey. Talk about the love that broke your heart. And um, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, I might even tell you. Well, I'm not sure if that's worth for a podcast. You know, it's a podcast. You know, you don't know who's listening. You're going to be a little child listening, you know, trying to get the wisdom of Jabari 50 years from now. You know, you never know. But depending. Honestly. You know, I might tell those stories so then people will be inspired to not be horn dogs. But I, I might say the story of the freaking uh, Latino. Latina, uh, freaking Asian Latina, you know. The one I took, showed the picture of. And the other one, too. Man, <laughs> I might show that pic- those those two I'm stories. So those, upset the about first that. story is, old, but the second story is not as Dude. wild, but it's still kind of wild. No, I'm still upset because what you the girls that you showed me, I've not seen any girls like that in our area. I'm like, I mean, I was shocked too I'm when upset. I matched. I was like, what is happening? And the and crazy then, thing is, I was actually going to come up to your area, like around that time. I was going to come up to GMU a couple of times for parties. For, ooh, but oh, I just never I don't know about that one. GMU is no, not a party. It was JM, JMU. Oh, okay. JMU. JMU for some party. That's not near And GMU for something. No, I was going to go to both oh. for different things. But JMU was for parties. GMU was for something. I can't remember. Somebody uh, wanted to take a trip here for whatever fucking reason. I think they were visiting somebody. But from what you showed me, I would have been happy. Man. Unlucky. But it's cool, man. It's, it's cool. You know, I'm glad it happened cool. when it did, though. I changed. I became married. Well, man. This is our first solo podcast, and honestly, I like this. I, you know, it wasn't that bad. You know, it was I'm pretty not deep, say, actually. That was right back to the wisdom. I'm, oh I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say solo because, like, obviously, like, like one of your other friends, you know, could join her. You know what I mean? If I can get one of my friends to join, like, I wouldn't mind that. But like, previous person that we had, we couldn't have gotten this deep without an argument starting. And part of that was on my end as well, especially in the first podcast. But like, second podcast, we couldn't really. It was just like more joking around. True. Um, I, I feel like that is the thing with, uh, you know who, you know, it's kind of a joke around. Like, you know, it's not that it's any worse or any better, but, you know, funny podcast. It's, just, a, it's different. A talking one. Yeah. It's different. I actually, I actually, I actually like this. I might, I might have to uh, start my own podcast. Ooh, you would have to tell me because, you know, I put my podcast on three times speed. So I can listen to as many podcasts as possible in the shortest amount of time. So I might be listening to your podcast at three times. Yeah, man. I, I definitely be down to. Uh, I just got to kind of like map it out. Okay. But uh, yeah, dude. Well, I guess that's it. Well. So uh, I forgot what right. I usually I say at the end. Do I even say anything at the end? 
I mean, I used to say, you know, screw the subscribers and all that, but you know, you know, it's the, it's the COVID, you know, I, I can't blame it on subscribers. And then, you know, cause screw you guys. I actually went to Amazon. I put the podcast on Amazon. I saw the views go up, 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 up. So the Amazon viewers, really? yeah, I mean, not that high, but you know, it's a noticeable difference. So, you know, Amazon's yeah. a pretty cool guy, you know, one up for Amazon for actually giving the podcast more viewers spotify right. nothing apple podcast actually you get a fair amount of views everything else no i see my views from it when i'm re-listening to the podcast Sad. <laughs> but i guess that's it i'm gonna end it exactly at one 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 even though it won't be that when the podcast because i'm gonna cut everything out already but here it comes i'm gonna leave also